love is amazing Oh But it's also bullshit And it might also get you murdered Okay <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Love is Amazing But it is also bullshit And it might get you murdered Word. The podcast that reminds you that everything you ever wanted in this life can and probably will turn out to be a huge fucking dumpster fire. I'm Aaron Black, as always. Uh, with me is uh, my partner in crime, uh, heterosexual life partner, Nicholas <laughs> Luna. Hey. And uh, today we have a super funny comic. Uh, just heard nothing but great things about this dude. From Oklahoma, Broken Arrow, Joshua Lay. Hello, thank you for having me on. This is very cool, very fun. Nice. nice, nice you want to say a little bit about yourself? Yeah, uh, so I'm a comic, currently based in Jersey City, So, but I'm an Oklahoma native, New Jersey transplant. It's been very fun. Uh, a lot of great comics out here, and I'm just glad to be on the show. It'd be cool. Okay, Joshua loves the comedy out here. Very supportive. Excellent. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, you know, I'm just trying to keep it going. Yeah, know? yeah, no, okay, I got all right. it, I got it. All right. Okay. All right. Anyway, um, yeah, so, this one's a doozy. Yeah, it is. What you know, I'm 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 so stoked about this case because what do I like to talk about more than people who once loved each other that ended up murdering each other? Would it be uh, cults? Fucking a <laughs> <laughs> cults. And today we just hit the goddamn jackpot. Pay dirt. Okay. So uh, this story. Um, it doesn't start here, but uh, sometime in November of 1995, a 42-year-old filmmaker named Alan Ross goes missing. Uh, he has a twin. His name is Brad, so it's Alan and Brad Ross. Um, Brad is very worried. This is not like Alan. Uh, so uh, that's kind of where, you know, and then we're going to circle back. Tarantino it. Yeah, I like yeah. it. Can yeah. I just chime in for a second? Yes. Going missing and having a twin has got to be like the worst missing case ever yeah. on earth, right? Mm -hmm. Like how many false alarms were there? Like, hey, I found your brother. <laughs> I found, he's at Best yeah. Buy. <laughs> oh no, Al's here, you know? It's like, no, 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 that's me. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like after a while he just like drew a B on his forehead, you know? <laughs> um, so, uh, let's talk a little bit about Alan Ross. He grows up in, um, uh, the suburb suburbs of Chicago. Chateau. Yep. So, uh, probably a Red Sox fan. So, fuck him. Who cares? Thanks for listening. Wait, uh, Red Sox is Boston son. I though. know. I know. <laughs> I know. I, I wrote that joke, uh... and as I was reading it, I was like, I fucked up. All right. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. All right. So, <laughs> you know, it's, if I write it down, I gotta, I got, I gotta say it out loud. <laughs> so anyway, um. Uh, Alan Brad were very close, obviously. You think they had their own secret language? You ever hear about stuff like oh, that? Yeah. Like I, twins with the... Yeah, yeah, you would think that... Yeah, they're obviously not great twins, because he figured Brad would have used, like, the telepathy to find them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You, you know, there's, like, one cop on the squad being like, stop fucking with us, where is he? You know? <laughs> <laughs> and he, he was like, he's like, you know, I read Stephen King. Get to it, man. <laughs> you know? Uh, so, anyway, um, Alan, uh, very close to his mother, Anne, who is a social worker and a nurse. 
Um, but he has some disconnect with his father, who is a scientist. And mm. apparently not very good at communicating. So that's a bummer. I mean, I guess that makes sense, you know, because, mm. you know, he, it's like very he's dealing in numbers and, you know, he doesn't have that emotional uh, uh, intelligence to connect with his son because yeah. he's thinking about like how to, you know, turn water into like um, ice. I'm thinking about Cat's Cradle for some reason. <laughs> yeah, well, and, yeah. and also like Jeffrey Dahmer's dad was a scientist. I mean, come on, that's a, it was a movie. It was a movie, but I mean, that doesn't mean like it's you can't like just paint all scientists with this broad <laughs> brush of, that their uh, offspring is going to like murder a bunch of people. I think you should. Why not? Okay, fair enough. <laughs> all right, <laughs> they get grants and stuff. Nah, <laughs> screw scientists. Especially yeah. nowadays, scientists. What are they doing? Right? I don't know. I I feel like now I see commercials all the time. Like the way science has progressed, it's like. Hey, Burger King has a non-meat burger. You guys should try it. So scientists are terrible. <laughs> yeah, throw them under the bus. Yeah. Hey, I know. Uh, this, this was actually a, a Patton Oswalt joke, but he does this one thing where he's like, you know, you don't need to, just because you could do it doesn't mean you have to, like, create it. Like, hey, we made um, cancer, like, uh, in the air now. So, you know, just because we could, you know, we're scientists. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Okay, so, um... Anyway, so I guess uh, Alan's having some emotional problems growing up. So who hasn't been there? Yep. Um, <laughs> next slide. So, um, so Alan's apparently this like free-thinking dude, but he's in the Midwest. It's very conser- conservative environment. Uh, he decides he wants to become a filmmaker. As most do. Yeah. So um, he becomes a filmmaker. His mom, who's clearly, like, the more supportive person, uh, supports him. That, that sentence was <laughs> Great pretty sentence. shitty. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck! All right. Um, anyway, so he ends up moving to Chicago to pursue his career, and he seems to be doing well. But then, um, real big kind of just tragedy happens. At 33, his mom dies of cancer. And, you know, as I said before, like, he was closest to his mom. So this just, like, fucking crushes him, right? Yeah, I, I can understand yes, that. Yes, you can, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, it's just, uh... So, at this point, he's just kind of sinks down. Uh, he's going through a bit of a existential crisis. He co- becomes very lonely, very desperate, very vulnerable. Uh, this is kind of where we start the story and in the fall of 1991 a colleague suggests that he visits an acclaimed spiritual healer in Guthrie Oklahoma hey yeah home state exactly (laughs) so you know Guthrie yes I've been there a handful of times a very very small town and I'm not surprised that something like this would happen there Mm -hmm. so like a few fun facts about Guthrie Oklahoma that I know off the top of my head uh, it's a birthplace of professional skateboarder Peter Raymondetta. Uh, <laughs> All right. Uh, they they filmed the movie Killer Inside Me there, starring Casey Affleck and Jessica Alba. Fucking a! I know that movie. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You see her butt get spanked in it. That's yeah. all I remember. Oh wow! She, he he punches a woman to death. Yeah, it's a very violent movie. Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean it it was straight up like you're watching it and and you're like okay it's your typical cop thriller and then you're like. 
you see this scene and you're like, this is something different. This is <laughs> that's 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 fucking nuts. You're like like it's like it's one of those things. It's like when you see something like on the internet where you're like you don't think that this dude is going to cut this other dude's head off, that it happens, and then you realize that it really happened. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? What do you use the internet for? I don't watch those videos. You never seen, like, a live leak video where, like, of a Mexican cartel murder? Yeah, I don't watch those. Really? Yeah, usually, usually, like, when the link sex says uh, Mexican cartel murder, I'm like, I'll pass. That's okay. Really? <laughs> you never once clicked on it? Nope. Uh, maybe like uh, yeah, when I was like nine, maybe like the faces of death stuff. Yeah, back yeah. In the day. yeah. But uh, well, I wish I grew out of it then. <laughs> I definitely did not. Yeah. And um, but you know what? That's neither here nor there. So what were we talking <laughs> about? And we're back. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'm going too far. All right. So <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So he's he's uh very lonely, very depressed. You know. So finally, uh. He finds this lady named Linda Green in uh, Guthrie, Oklahoma, uh, home of skateboarder Kevin Ross. No. <laughs> Peter Raymond Detta. Oh, close, close. Yeah. That's his, that's his nickname, yeah. Kevin Ross. So anyway, let's talk a little bit about Linda Green. Linda Green, her background was as a nurse, right? So, um, I mean, as far as, like, you know, somebody who eventually becomes a leader of a cult, that's kind of like a pretty good background to have, right? You got a little science in there, so, you know. Yeah, it's had a science and then a, a table-side manner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Some humanity in there, knowing like, how to get to people. Exactly, yeah. I mean, we'll talk about this later, but, like, cult leaders, like, they're pretty, you know, on the one hand, you're like, man, you're the devil, but at the same time, you're like... It, I wish I was that charismatic. You know, it's like you can't help but admire them a little bit until they, like, you know, do a bunch of atrocities. Um, <laughs> but anyway, she was a in charge of a group called the Samaritan Foundation. Samaritan Foundation. Yeah. And um, so people came to her to get their auras. 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 Yeah. It's like the... Yeah color people could see color yeah and you're i i almost like not today's climate i don't see color yeah i mean that's that's because you're not like a seer (laughs) yeah yeah. i saw you did that yeah Yeah. i I once one one time i like i almost went to get my aura cleanse no way yeah um because i was was trying to hook up with her but anyway But but at the same time, I would have been like, I, I, I probably would have bought into it. Like, I, I said this earlier, but like, I'm like, I, I think I'm like a bad afternoon away from like joining a cult sometimes, you know? Sure. You just like walk out of work feeling bad and someone's like, I have the answer. And you're like, well, okay. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I, most cult joinings probably start on like Monday afternoon. Like, yeah. like ah, oh, start of the week. This sucks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. If, so, if, they're, they're like, do you want to be happy forever? And yeah, you're like, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, all right, sure. There's going to be one cult out there <laughs> where like, like they're going to be doing the documentary and uh, the narrator is going to be like, and they found you know, all the members, the leader found all the members on the F train, you know, like at 8.30 in the morning, you know, packed in in the subway. Someone's like, I figured it out. Everyone's like, fuck it. Let's go with this dude, you know? 
All right, so anyway. Yeah, Jamba Juice can wait. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just throw away their Starbucks and just follow this guy to, you know, Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. So, <laughs> anyway, uh, so people were coming to this girl, Linda Green, to get their ours cleaned. Um, she almost had, like, a groupie situation going on. Uh, Alan Ross, yep. this is how desperate Alan was. He was he would drive, he drove 800 miles to get there for just one self-help class by Linda Green. Okay, so this is where I have a few questions. A, how, how the fuck did he hear about this shit, right? Because mm-hmm. it's in Oklahoma. Two... Outside of his mother passing away, like, what else traumatic happened in his life? Did he go through a bad breakup? Like, what's going on there? And then three, what kind of car do you drive? <laughs> yeah, right, early well, 90s, right? I can't answer any of those. <laughs> uh, but what I would say is that, well, first off, I mean, all it says is he was introduced by a colleague. That's all it says in the documentary. Yeah, that colleague's a real dickhead. I know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, like, the, like... Brad, like his brothers, like fucking Bob, man. You had to say it, didn't you, Bob? Yeah, fucking shit ass. You know, <laughs> couldn't keep it to yourself. But um, but I mean, you know, like as far as like tragedy goes, like every every tragedy affects people a different way. So just because some people can move on with their lives because of a passing of a sibling or a friend or a parent doesn't mean everyone can yeah i mean that's true yeah one thing that's crazy to me is just guthrie oklahoma is a really really small town like it's nothing major so i just want to know what the selling point was to get him to drive 800 miles yeah Yeah, for some lady with like pendulums yeah i mean she had to be i mean he had to be like fucking low like really low I guess so, man. Yeah. Imagine that road trip of him going out there. I mean, I can do it. Like, it's just... <laughs> what was his playlist? What was he listening to? Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was just like Morrissey. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Probably all like Radiohead or Coldplay. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Come out to meet you. You know. All right. Anyway. Um. So. Well done. Thank you. So. Uh. Anyway, he drives 800 miles. Like, that's how motivated this guy was to, like, get some help. Um, so, I mean, we're talking about real depressed dude. Uh, so, uh, he meets Linda. She is confident. She speaks with authority. Sassy. Sassy, yeah. She just, she just like, she's everything that he probably was looking for, right? Just, I just want someone to tell me, what to do, how to live my life. And her philosophy, this is kind of brilliant. Her philosophy is based on a practice called dousing. Now, dousing uh, is a type of, uh, okay, shit, divination, 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 which which means kind of like a, a kind of like a, a, a belief in like a higher power of some sort. Uh, so it's a type of divination employed in attempts to locate groundwater, buried metals or ores, gemstones, oil, grave sites, and mon- many other objects and materials without the use of a scientific aperture. Dowsing is considered a pseudoscience. This is from Wikipedia. Pseudoscience, <laughs> and there is no scientific evidence 
that is as any effective than random chance. Dowsers often achieve good results because random chance has a high probability of finding water in a favorable terrain. In the Middle Ages, dowsers used to have uh, divining rods to locate groundwater. So basically, they would walk around with these rods, and when the rods start vibrating, they would be like, that's where the water is. And and you know what these rods look like? They look like Ys, basically. Yeah. And you hold each side, and they're also referred to as water witches. Holy shit, where did you get that? I don't know, I just knew that. Good for you. Yeah. Yeah. This dude reads, I yeah, like yeah. it. <laughs> I thought you were going to say a dick. Like, I thought, you know what they look like? Dicks. You know? You, you know I wouldn't say that. I mean, that. they all kind of look like dicks. Yeah. I mean, Everything I don't know you wouldn't like say that. Yeah. When you think about it. Yeah. You know, but it's just one of those things, it's like, you know, wouldn't that be a great cult? It's like, all oh, bow down to the dick, you know? Right? That <laughs> I'm sure there has us, been one. Yeah. I mean, obviously. The almighty, yeah, you know. Like. You know, if you look at a lot of um, memorials in this country, like uh, like the the Washington? Jefferson Washington, yeah. it's a fucking big dick. Yeah. It's a big erect penis. I mean, there's like hundreds of them out there. Yeah, yeah. We, we live in a phallic-obsessed country. Yes, you know? we do. Yeah, it, It's a phallic-obsessed world because in ancient Egypt, those things were obelisks. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like, in nowadays, you like... you. you go on tv it's all about like how to get more boners you know <laughs> and i'll be honest i'm into it i gotta watch your kind of tv man i got okay. i never see that i like it though oh really you never yeah. i mean haven't you seen those commercials like it's a it's like an old dude like paddling a canoe and he was like this you know it's like uh and and you think it's just like a canoeing commercial and then it turns out to be like he can't like fuck his wife so you know <laughs> it's He's like fuck a... your wife so you can canoe in content you know <laughs> um J- joseph smith oh, uh yeah. where where he was um born he was actually born in vermont and oh really yeah oh. yeah he grew up in vermont i went i was there at where he grew up and the memorial just a big ass dick well, he is a big ass dick. Yeah. Shout out to Latter Day Saints. That Joseph Smith. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um, anyway, so so we're talking about this uh, uh, dowsing, right? So nobody knows exactly what makes this uh, rod vibrate. Some people think it's a higher power. Some people think it's the subconscious. Some people think it's the universe. No one knows. Uh, so. Basically, what Linda did, Linda Green, was she took this philosophy and she applied it to everyday decisions in everyday life. What you would do is you would take a pendulum, right? And then you would, I guess, ask a question. And yeah, then you had these bizarre, like, advanced charts. Mm -hmm. So it'd be like, what color should I wear today? And like, I guess the chart would be like green, blue, red, yellow, and you would just do a pendulum. And then somehow from the pendulum, it would be like, Oh, I should wear red. And it's like, all right, pendulum. We'll yeah. do that. Yeah. <laughs> and if you think about it, it's a brilliant idea for a cult because what are people in cults looking for answers? She is saying, I, I don't have know. the answer yeah, for I, everything. I, I, yeah. yeah. Well, she's like, I don't have the answer, but I know what does. Yeah. Gravity. 
exactly. Yeah, this pendulum, you know? And I was thinking, I was actually thinking about, like, actually making a chart and a pendulum and seeing if we could do it. But um, then I just, like, kept on, you know, living my life. Yeah, you, and you maybe, decided against starting a cult. I'm yeah, glad exactly. to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but maybe, maybe like, you know, when this episode's about to come out, we can, like, all get back together and actually do that and film it. I'm for it. I'm I'm yeah. lost in life yeah. right now. I 100%, could use the help. Yeah, yeah exactly. It, well, but we could like do it to us. Like like should should you like do this shitty bar show on the twenty third? You know, something like that. But I mean, it's the same thing as a Ouija board. You know. Uh, so, uh, at first, Alan is skeptical, but then uh, Linda, who is incredibly charismatic, starts, you know. Um, turning up the charm yeah and uh can we give some props to linda though before, Fucking a, we, before we like kind of turn on her sure the, yeah the the blonde-headed leader because i mean it's great you know this is 91 right when this mm-hmm. happened roughly yeah, yeah, yeah. it's great to see like a woman in charge you know back then very progressive 100 percent, especially yeah, for absolutely. a cult it's yeah. always dudes dudes at the top you know what i didn't think about that you were 100 percent right you know mm-hmm. that's that that is cool you know and like in uh i mean i've said this before but like Beside, like, you know, ha- finding a bunch of vulnerable people and making them murder each other or themselves, it's just, you know, it's just a terrible thing to do. But everything up to that point, like, the the skills they use to make them do that are, is like, you're like, damn, like, imagine being able to talk someone into that. Like, that's some skills right there. Yeah, it's like, Linda, you should have just been, like, a business manager. Yeah. <laughs> and then you would have been very more uh, successful in life. Yeah, exactly, right? Like... <laughs> That's nuts. But, uh, you know, then it, it started to kind of, like, Linda turned on her charm, you know? Um, started to click a little bit. Yeah, th- there's a there's a scene in the documentary where, where she says something along the lines of, uh, if there's disharmony, you have to uh, tap in your subconscious to find it, and then uh, the dousing will help you, you know, expel it, you know? And like, well, that sounds logical. Yeah, no. Well, I was thinking, wouldn't it be great if like somebody in the, in in the you know class would have been like, "Fuck, is that it?" You know, like, <laughs> why didn't you say so? You know, um, she tells him what he wants to hear, which is, "I could help you get over uh, the death of your mother," right? And almost immediately, Ellen becomes quickly uh, transfixed. And what's going on uh, and he dives right in you know and he starts making this 800 round trip like a couple times a month which is insane yeah that's dare I say careless yeah it's it's not smart and his yeah. friends should have been like you're driving to where Guthrie <laughs> where? Guthrie what what are you talking about should be yeah. a false alarm he's yeah, like no 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 I gotta go do this shit with these pendulums yeah it's, it's one of those things though it's like you know it's just it, like, I don't know. I think, you know, if I started doing that, you know, my friends would be like, "Hey, man, you do you." <laughs> you know? Hashtag you do you. It's, a, it's, it's we live in such a world where it's just kind of like, if you think you got the answer, fucking go for it. Yeah, his friends are just really supportive. It turns out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like we believe in you. Um, so, um, uh, Linda starts saying. Uh, she starts saying that the world needs this method, right? Mm-hmm. And she starts talking about 
the apocalypse. And this is really dangerous, right? Uh, and at one point, Linda urges all her followers to actually move to Guthrie. And that's a bold ask. Yeah. Yes. Because, like, her followers are, like, lawyers and doctors. Yeah, and all over America. All over America and filmmakers. Yeah. Who the fuck is spreading this misinformation all over the country? I mean, that's... It, it's just, like, another testament to, like, how insanely, like... I guess good Charismatic this woman yeah. was. Yeah. But uh, Guthrie, though, is a good spot to pick it. Because in Oklahoma, it's, like... Known, it's in the Bible Belt, so yeah. it's known to be like the land of a thousand churches, more or less. Yeah. So if you def like, it's real easy. I feel like in Oklahoma to kind of like put something out there about the apocalypse and you know get some nibbles from people, just really kind of sell mm. them on that. But, yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's like you talk about the Book of Revelations, and you know, they're they're all set. She also like another selling point was like professional skateboarder like Tim yes. McGraw <laughs> yep. lives there. <laughs> I can't Reba remember Mac this dude's name. Reba McIntyre's Re from the state. Yeah, yeah. Billy McCormick. All right. Anyway. What? <laughs> uh, so anyway, she ends up acquiring a um, old abandoned prison. And like, I don't believe in ghosts, but if ghosts exist, like this place is fucking haunted. Haunted as shit. Yeah. It's very spooky. Yeah. And uh, in the fall of 92, uh, Alan leaves everything behind, his career, his friends, everything, and he moves into this ex-prison in Guthrie, Oklahoma. I mean... Sounds rational. Talk about, like, going all... In. It's almost admirable, in a way, where you're, like, you're, you're fucking bought into it. Yeah. Like, you're not... It's like, you, even when something someone does is like um is misguided when they go a hundred percent there's something admirable about that yeah Just, you're like should i join yeah exactly you admire <laughs> the conviction they have exactly Absolutely. yeah you know there's this um guy named donald crowhurst has anybody seen a documentary called deep water I have uh, not. Okay. No, no, no. Fill right, me so, in. All right, so this is gonna. Uh, this has to be really quick, but uh, there was this contest about they were going to see who could sail around the world nonstop, right? And this guy named Donald Crowhurst, who hasn't even really done any kind of long sailing trips, like fucking goes all in. He mortgages his house. This guy has a wife and four kids. Oh, I he bet they loved him for that one. <laughs> mortgages his wife. His, not wife. Uh, you know, can't mortgage a wife. But mortgages not yet. his no, house, <laughs> his business. Like, this guy was all in. Uh, builds a boat. Uh, you know. He builds it? Yeah, yeah. He, he gets someone to build it for him. Gets him uh. on the front money. He signs a contract that says if he doesn't finish... He owes him all this money, so basically, if he doesn't finish the race, he's ruined. So, he ends up going to sea, everything goes wrong, and he goes insane. Because, like, to go around the world is ten months. So, he just kind of wanders around the Atlantic, and then he ends up killing himself. But, <laughs> what I'm saying is, like, the fact that he went all in, as as, as terrible and sad and fucking awful as the the, the decision was, he, he, he went all in, you know? 
Yeah. Good right. for him. Yeah. All right. All right. Anyway. Um. It, story. Moral of the story is don't try and do that. Well, the moral story is if you have a dream, just like let it be. You know. <laughs> yeah. If it, just keep working. Especially if you have a wife and kids. You know. Yeah. Just keep just, the nine to five. Yeah. Don't have higher hopes. You know. You know. Just. You know, bewilder. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. So anyway, um, <laughs> and we're back. And we're back. So, um, so anyway, he moves to Guthrie. He's telling people that he's like the happiest he's ever been. He maybe was. Yeah, and maybe he was. Yeah. Um, and uh, Linda is like working her charm on everyone. You know, everyone feels like she has a he has a he or she has a special connection with this person. Mm-hmm. You know. And uh, they end up building the prison. It kind of reminds me of that scene from uh, Fight Club where they, like, build the house, you mm. know. And uh, except, uh, you know, they're not, like, making soap or burying people in the backyard. I mean, yet. So, anyway. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, there's, like, daily lectures and seminars. And uh, Linda is, is, is just gaining more power you know, and she's starting to take this really dark turn, uh, where she's t- she starts talking about evil forces, right? That's that, what was good. Yeah, that threatening humanity. And you know, uh, basically, her outlook is getting very negative. And what is going to happen is essentially the Good Samaritans, no Samaritan Foundation is going to become a doomsday cult. Now, a doomsday cult is any cult that uh, believes in kind of like the apocalypse or uh, a word called millenarianism shit. Um, any, anything that believes in like <laughs> either apocalypse or like a fundamental change in humanity, right? That's what it is they're all, they're a heavy metal group more or less exactly. they're very very hardcore yeah, yeah yeah they're not fucking around you know <laughs> this isn't this isn't a you know hebrew school you know <laughs> <laughs> um so uh, just to give you an example like waco jonestown heaven's gate and the manson family all doomsday cult they all were thinking like this is going to come to an end that's that's very soon yes either the end of the world or the end of life as we know it Mm -hmm. yeah so um and now like because this new outlook is is coming uh dowsing becomes even more significant in everyone's lives way of life and they use it for every decision breakfast you know i wonder what that chart looked like you know oatmeal uh, hot dog. Special K, hot dog, you know, uh, sand. Imagine if, like, there was... A, imagine if she just, like, fucked with them. It's like, I'm just gonna put sand, see if anybody goes there, you know? Do you think she abused, like, the, the power of the chart and, like, put, like, four things of Pop-Tarts on there just to, like, <laughs> increase the probability? Yeah, maybe, yeah. I, I think, like... I don't know. I, I'm... I'm there's... I'm I'm torn between either her like 100% believing in everything and also w- with her kind of being like kind of knowing that she's fucking with him like I'm kind of torn between 
Yeah. yeah. Especially in the documentary, I thought it was interesting. Like, usually cults, they, they focus on, like, financial matters, how much people gave up to join it. Yeah. And this one, like, they mentioned, like, very briefly her, her assistant, but they never talked about kind of, like, her end goal with the cult. Yeah. To a degree. Yeah. I, I think she just liked power. Yeah. I mean... Um, Who doesn't, though? Yeah. yeah. Power... Cr- absolute power corrupts absolutely right yeah someone smart said that one time yeah so i, I think it was donatello donatello <laughs> no, I, <don't. laughs> I, thought, I thought it was sonny bono all right so uh i thought it was a, a limp biscuit song anyway significant other <laughs> didn't sugar ray say that so anyway um you know these people are sleep deprived they're kept inside all day this is and this is a very common um, thing that a lot of cult leaders do when when you are in charge of someone like you want to kind of take away everything from them you want to isolate them like the more you break them down the more easier they are to control god knows i would be <laughs> like, like like you cut out youtube you know it's, it's just like what do you want me to do <laughs> um so um Anyway, uh, Ellen becomes one of her her most devoted followers, and uh, he's getting cut off to he's he's cutting off everyone. He's sending these postcards t- with really cryptid cryptic uh, sayings like uh, "I'm out of the rat race" or "I'm retired f- from life." You know, yeah, like, we've all been there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If I, if I sent, I think if I sent a postcard like that to one of my friends, they would say, holy shit, postcard. Yeah, I mean, if that's a, like a, a sign of that you join a cult, my parents have got to be freaking out every every Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm so tired. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, I'm done. <laughs> you know? like, I, I met a new teacher. Yeah. <laughs> they are incredible. They are showing me the light. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> your parents are like, wait a minute. I mean, it, it's, it's, they more... stage an intervention. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, there, there's some people that like are very like strong headed, you know? And, uh, at one point I, I, I did what did think I was, I was like that, but like, <laughs> I could totally, I could totally be a part of this. Yeah. <laughs> Someone tells you they have all the answers. Yeah. You feel better. You'd yeah. be happier. You, you, I mean... Like, like not now. Not today, but like next week, who knows? Yeah, it's yeah. a real crapshoot. I almost, I almost became a Scientologist when I moved to LA. No way. Yeah, I like, thought, can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I like, I went in there because I heard there was free brunch. <laughs> <laughs> it was right across. Gets... <laughs> it was right across from UCB, and uh, I was just doing stand up, and some dude comes up to me, and he was like. Hey, how you go? What's up? You know, he's like, nothing. How's it going? I was trying to be all cool. And then he was like, what are you doing here? It's like, oh, I'm trying to, you know, I've been doing some comedy. He's like, can I see a clip? And I showed him a clip and he was like, you're so funny. You're so funny. Every comic wants to hear. And then I was like, am I? He was like, yeah. You know, there's this class and it was like, what's the name of the class? (laughs) He thought it was like improv. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It was just like, you know, I I took a class. You know, it was like 50 bucks. It was like public speaking or something. I mean, eventually 
they they kept on hounding me but did you get to like the I, level of like like the readings or whatever they have i'm an ot5 no I, <laughs> <laughs> and you're an sp you know <laughs> no but 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 it's uh, if you ever go to um the original ucb theater it, right across the street is the celebrity center and you can take tours there I tried to do that last time I was in LA when I was walking around. Yeah, they were like, "Well, the tour isn't for another." You gotta two go hours. on Sundays. Yeah, I went on like a weekday, and they were like, "Yeah, the tour is in like two hours." And yeah. I was like, "I won't wait that long." <laughs> but but if you go on the tour, like you you, it's sort of a tour, but then like the tour guide kind of like is like, "So anyway, I gotta go to the bathroom," and then like some guy walks comes out of nowhere, <laughs> and he's like, "What's up, dude?" And he's like, "What are you doing here?" And he's like. Well, I'm trying to be an actor. It's like, I bet you're awesome at it. <laughs> and he's like, you th do you think? He's like, yeah, can I see a clip? And he's like, you're so great in that clip. <laughs> you know? It, I mean, the clip could be like, he could have like a non-sexual role in like a porn, you know, where he's just like, you know, it's like. What you, what's going on are here? They, are they having sex on the deck? You know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you're like the next De Niro. So, uh, <laughs> anyway, um. <laughs> you know, there's some some dude trying to start a cult who's like writing down my name and address. <laughs> All right. Anyway, um, Linda's like so. Linda's starting to go nuts, bonkers, and um, the local police start getting concerned, right? Uh, so they try to talk to Linda, but Linda is insane. So that doesn't work. She knows her rights, though. She's like, you can't come in without a warrant yeah. and leave me alone. So Yeah. Yeah. Like, like you can't mix... Like, people do this all the time. Like, like being crazy isn't being stupid. Like, you yep. could be incredibly smart, but also deranged. Like, a lot of people think, like, if somebody has, like, a crazy idea, that they're also not smart. And, like, that's a terrible mistake to make. Absolutely, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think when you do that, uh, underestimate some people, uh, fucking Waco happens. <laughs> yeah. True, true. I mean, yeah. Anyway, so yep. Linda starts telling her followers, uh, she gets more paranoid. She's like, never leave, never use the phone. Um, okay, this is where it gets pretty, pretty good. So <laughs> <laughs> Linda announces that she's going to pair up the men and women. And join them uh, in a spiritual union. Yeah, this is bizarre. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> this is where it goes nuts. <laughs> and uh, Oh, can I do a This Is Where It Goes Nuts song? Yeah. Yes, oh, totally. please. Okay, thank you. This is where it goes. This is where it goes. This is where it goes. Nuts. nuts. Cool. All right, excellent. So Linda commands Alan to marry a member named Jill. And... They've known each other for like three days, and uh, so Jill seemed into it though. Yeah, yeah. Lo I mean, love at first cult meeting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like uh, this is like if if I was part of the cult, you know, and like someone like hooked me up and was like, "You're married," and, and just like, so this is the part where I'd be like, "I'll give it another week." Oh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, you have trouble talking to girls? Don't worry. This quote will set yeah. you free. Man. I mean, it depends on Jill. You know, if Jill was like, I'll be like, you know, it, it, that's the point where I'm being like, you know what? I don't believe you anymore. Or like, <laughs> I'll give it I'll give it like three more days. <laughs> you know? Um, so after she pairs him off, 
and they're essentially married. Linda says, I'm very sick. I may die. And uh, she proposes a weird, bizarre sex ritual. She wants Alan and Jill to have sex on top of her. While everyone watches. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's interesting. Um, sounds unsanitary. Well, it sounds like, you know, it's just one of those things where, where it's like just on top of you. Like, <laughs> right, right. I mean, it's, <laughs> that limits the positions. I yeah, feel bad for my boy, Alan. Exactly. You know, it's, it's also like, what are you, are you going to be, are you going to be at least participating somehow? Like, are you, you know, which, she's probably just like fun? dead fishing yeah. him. You know? mm-hmm. exactly. I, I will say at this point in the documentary, I felt bad for uh, Linda because I was like, oh, man, she was just born in the wrong decade. <laughs> <laughs> this was like 2010. She could just post a Craigslist ad like, yeah, hey, exactly. here's this. She doesn't <laughs> have to convince people to give up their lives. Yeah. Just real quick weekend. Yeah. yeah. Dowsing slash hand job party. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Come have sex on top of me. Yeah. But uh, I will say next time I'm sick, I'm going to suggest this to people. I'm like, hey, I got a really bad cold. Yeah. <laughs> Please help. Yeah. <laughs> just, just yeah. I, one one suggestion: make sure there are people like you don't know super well. You don't want to do. I I wouldn't like to next scene someone. I wouldn't want to go up and be like, Hey, Nick Nosa, like, would you mind having sex on top of me? <laughs> you know, I feel a little. My I'm getting. My throat's getting a little scratchy, so... Well, that's <laughs> a great friendship test. If yeah. Nick does it, you know he's down for life. Nick would do it. Nick would totally do yeah, it. Nick's a great if, guy. Yeah. yeah, if you really needed it. I don't, I don't even think I have to say I would be sick. I think you'd be like, <laughs> okay, all right. I'm, yeah. Honestly, I didn't want to tell you this before, but I'm sort of into it. So, <laughs> <laughs> right. Anyway, uh, after the ceremony where uh, Linda and... Uh, I mean, Jill and... Alan are fucking on top of Linda. Um, I think that's like doggies. Oh, anyway, so I, <laughs> so anyway. Um, I guess so, right? Yeah. They showed it missionary in the documentary. Yeah. yeah. And and uh, props to those reenactment actors in that scene, man. Yeah. They, they thought it was going to be easy. Oh, no dialogue gig. Sick. I'm just going to crush it. You got to get naked and lay on this lady. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Lay know. on this lady and the, who's laying on another lady. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I would, I would be like, I would be like, I've been looking for a challenge, you know? <laughs> you know, a lot of those reenactment actors, like, I bet a lot of them are, like, just, like, you know, people, like, I every time I see one of those reenactments, I'm like, I bet I see someone, like, some dude I saw at, like, open mic five years ago, you know? <laughs> yeah. And it was like, man, I've been... I mean, it's got to be a sweet gig. You just got to play, like, what, three emotions? Like, yeah. happy, sad, shocked. Like, yeah, that's exactly. It. And angry. Yeah. Oh, angry. There you go. Angry and brooding. Yeah. You're like, mmm. It's, 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 <laughs> this, this was, like, some really good reenactments. Like, like, yeah, they were, actually, yes. They, they were really good, but it's it's so much better when they have dialogue <laughs> because because the, the actors are just, like, you know, like... Uh, what did you mean you betrayed me? I'm so mad I could murder you. You know, like, and you're like, yes. <laughs> this is just some quality entertainment right here. Anyway, so um, after uh, Jill and Alan uh, smash on Linda, Lin- it all automatically works. And Linda's like, I feel pretty good now. Thank you. And uh, after a while, Linda starts seducing Alan. 
Right? Oh yeah. She yeah. liked what she saw. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. And then Linda gives Jill the boot. Yeah, it gives Jill the boot. Yeah. It says, uh, hey Jill, you are no longer married to Alan. Uh so, you know, get your shit and get out of here. And uh I and you know, and Jill's somewhere right now. You know, listening to like, this right now. Being like, thank God. Yeah, she dodged a bullet yeah. on that one. So, um, congratulations, Jill, for getting out of there. So, <laughs> uh, and Alan, you know, with Linda is elated, you know, because he has the love of his guru. I never had a guru, but I guess if I had a guru, um, I, I would be pretty stoked to, like, you know, have sexual congress with them. Yeah. Um, uh, Coitus? Coitus, yeah. <laughs> Sexual Congress, that's what you call it. <laughs> that is that is a way to say it, isn't Excuse it? Excuse me, yeah. man. Would you like to have some Sexual Congress tonight? Yeah, I no. mean, that's what it says in my Tinder profile. Um, just kidding, because I got blocked from that site. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like just because you know you you show up to someone's work three or four times, all of a sudden, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, Alan is elated that I never stalked anybody online dating. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> Alan, disclaimer. yeah, disclaimer. <laughs> so uh, Alan is like Alan stoked that he's with Linda and they're they're having a good time, having coitus, sexual co- congress, um, penis and vagina. There's a problem though. Linda has a husband. Right, her husband's name is Dennis Green, and he also lives in the monastery. And Dennis is brooding and angry. Oh, yeah, eyebrows are furrowed in every scene. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's not having a good time. You know, it's like it's. I mean, that is a that is a rough situation right there. Like, I once, uh, you know, like you ever have like a, a a girlfriend like, kind of like meets meet like a, a ex that she's friendly with for like nothing more than like a lunch you know imagine like that times a billion yeah yeah do you know what it feels like yeah. it feels like you're having a couple have sex on top of you exactly yeah 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 so th- that must have been poor dennis so yeah right yeah um He's actually the real hero of this story, but I don't want to rush forward. Definitely the most sympathetic character. Like, I just felt... You feel for him, right? Yeah, yeah I mean, Dennis and Alan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> like, the guy that was murdered? Yeah, I guess I yeah, could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, could, I, I, could, I could toss him a little sympathy. So, um, Dennis, like... Dennis stays in the group even after Linda divorce, divorces him and gets with Alan. And um, probably because he was brainwashed. And uh, so now, uh, Alan and Linda are like the head couple, right? And Alan's now basically the co-leader of the cult. Like, look, you never want one of your family members to join a cult. But if they do, like, you're the co-leader? Well, I wasn't super, I'm not super stoked that you're there, but way to go, man. Yeah, yeah. Way to go, Alan. Fucking A, you made it to the top. I mean, you know, it's like... You know, it's like you don't want someone to go to prison, but if they're the shock color, like that's pretty cool. You know? <laughs> so anyway, um, Linda teaches. Linda's teaching uh, at this point becomes even more disturbing. I mean, I don't know how. 
But apparently, yeah. apparently, so this is great. Apparently, the charts, charts, charts that, that uh, she's been using for the dowsing, um, what do you call it? The dowsing uh, uh, seminars, dowsing, rit- yeah, science, Ritual, yeah, yeah, science, yeah, science. <laughs> they started saying things like, and I swear to swear to God, like I'm not making any of this shit up. Uh, maybe the documentary was, but I'm not. Uh, vagina clamp. <laughs> Lesbian lice, mm-hmm. spasm liquid, <laughs> vampired, zombie mucus. All you know. those sound like things that I can't really imagine. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah. I mean, I can imagine them, but in a human setting, I like really okay, can't. take lesbian lice like, okay i right, can imagine that let's one, look but... at l- lice for a second L- lice are like little insects right that mm-hmm. live in your hair so you're talking about female lice that also are sexually oriented to other female lice that's is that what, what you're i saying? thought you know yeah or is it or is it lice that only get on lesbian it could really Lesbians. be either yeah but i mean the the first one the lice that you know our lesbians with one another is pretty progressive for the bug community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And as far as vagina clamps uh, goes, like I've, I've seen that in a couple of videos. And um, <laughs> spasm liquid—that's not so hard to. And once again, what a way to describe it. Pornhub, and uh, <laughs> uh, vampire. That's and zombie mucus. I mean, all zombies mucus. So actually, you know what? Like all these, I get it. Wait, what's zombie mucus? I mean. It's it's just like the mucus in a zombie. Duh. Yeah, I know, but this all pertains to real people, I think. You know, this is all Dude, slang. You're overthinking uh, but it. <laughs> not not to to get ahead of ourselves, but when when we get towards the end about the zombie relations, it kinda made me think twice about what zombie mucus was, right? Yeah, mm. exactly. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's zombie mucus. I mean but you ever see a zombie? It's like it's all mucus. It's all just crusty. Uh, pus and blood so I mean I, I get it I mean what's the definition of mucus I don't know and I'm not going <laughs> to look it up uh, but anyway um, but you know I, I like to think Linda it still has kind of her like she still has some marbles there right like she still has a few and this is her being like I'm going to fuck with them today This yeah Zombie this is, it's her heat check she's yeah. like I've been swishing threes for the last five possessions. Let me let me get one last up. Zombie yeah. mucus. Zombie <laughs> mucus. Bring it, boys. Yeah. Let's let's give him a curveball today. <laughs> All right. So, um, at this point, the police, the local PD, uh, make another move. Right? Uh, they go to the house. Linda once again just goes nuts, and then finally, um, they say we're coming back with a search warrant. Right. Um, you know what's ironic about this whole thing mm-hmm. is that the catalyst for all these, like, for every doomsday cult to either murder or kill each other or have a mass suicide is, not, I'm not going to say always because I don't know if that's true or not, but for the for a lot of it, it's the authorities. Like, Waco, like, the ATF is totally super to blame for the way that went down, right? Yeah. Yes. No, the answer is yes. Like, <laughs> like, 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 because the ATF, like, 
they they were looking for a bust, right? So they went in there. They didn't do their due diligence. They started fucking opening fire. Now, Waco was saying, we're a doomsday cult. We believe in the apocalypse. To them, this is the fucking apocalypse. So, of course, that's the catalyst that's going to make it all go straight to hell. Well, the, the Waco people, they went out happy. They said, hey, we knew this was happening. Just not to the, not to everyone else. What? Well, <laughs> uh, yeah, don't even get Aaron started on this one, man. <laughs> they burned to death. The Heaven's Gate... They went out happy. Nah, yeah, yeah. As far as Heaven's Gate goes, like I have no qualms with that. Like, like they were, they all thought they were writing on a comet. Hail Bob. You know, so I like good for them. Like, but Waco, Waco was pretty tragic, and the ATF and FBI really fucked fucked that one up. So on April nineteenth, nineteen ninety five, uh. The Alfred P. Merle Federal Building was bombed by Timothy McVeigh, right? In response to Waco. In response to Waco and Ruby Ridge, yeah. And Ruby Ridge, yeah. And uh, and even though the uh, Samaritan Foundation really had nothing to do with that, uh, Linda is convinced that the authorities will blame her for that event. Which is a rational fear. 100% rational, because... Um, you know, she, she's like, they're in Oklahoma, number one. They're like, whatever. What are they, like 30 miles away? Yeah, Guthrie and Oklahoma City are very, very close to each other. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they're in Oklahoma and, like, you know, with, with the whole, the country's already, I mean, Waco happened, like, 93, I think, and this is 95. So, the, the country's already wrapped up and like they they know the danger of cults so it's not that big of a stretch for another cult to be like we might someone someone might fucking point at us so as yeah as far as all the crazy shit linda green did to think that they might you know catch some blame on this is actually not that insane uh, what she ends up doing is she orders the group to leave Guthrie and disband. Go home. Go home. Yeah. Uh, but Alan and Linda's ex-husband, Dennis Green, stay with Linda in Guthrie. So they don't go away, you know. And at this point, Alan is completely and utterly brainwashed and utterly dependent on Linda. Not a good situation for anyone to be in. I believe that a strong body is crucial for a strong mind. So if you don't want to get brainwashed, I suggest you see our new sponsor, the office of Dr. Morty Steinbacher. I was introduced to Morty by a friend who said he can help with my lower back problems. Dr. Morty, who is a licensed uh, chiropractor fixed my back problems, which had been bothering me for years, almost immediately. But it wasn't long before I realized that Morty can do a lot more than take my physical pain away. He could also take my existential pain away uh, by joining his group, the Children of the Sun. <laughs> I know what you're thinking. This guy's a wacko. He's just like Linda Green, a fucking psycho cult leader. But Linda Green was a delusional, crazy lady, and Morty Steinbacher... Dr. Morty 
is completely not like that. I know that for certain because Dr. Morty's philosophy is supported by science, reason, and because Morty Steinbacher has transcended humanity and is now a deity. <laughs> he will show you that the, the uniting fabric that binds all humanity for the very smallest price of your social security number and allowing Morty to have sex, sexual congress, with your wife and or girlfriend because his holy ejaculate will spawn the spiritual being that can now combat the four horsemen of the apocalypse as prophesied in the book of Revelations. So, do yourself a favor, go to Love is Amazing backslash Dr. Morty Steinbacher backslash children of the sun.com and get 50% off uh, your uh, first consultation today if you do it in the next 15 minutes. You heard it, folks. Mm hmm. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, all right. All right. <laughs> Dr. Morty has done a lot for me. So, anyway, go in with a fucking hair, you know, you want a haircut? They're going to cut your fucking hair. So, anyway. Um, so there's another person that comes in the picture now, right? So it's basically right now it's everybody has left except, uh, Linda, uh, Alan, Dennis, but another lady, Julia Williams. And you were talking about this earlier. Yeah. She's a 40 year old woman, uh, very wealthy from Missouri. And, uh, she's Linda's close friend and personal assistant. Slash financier. Slash financier. So that's where the moolah comes in. And uh, she basically provides the group with a, a lot of money. And uh, what happens is they basically douse a map. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Right. They <laughs> yeah. douse a map. And somehow it lands up in Cheyenne, Wyoming. Because why not? Yeah. I mean, why? It, you get that? Wyoming not? I, I sort of get it. It's no. just not something to like. You don't really have to get it. It's a, it's, it's a not, bad joke. Not it's not bad, but it's not something you have to get. You don't have to yeah. think about it. I liked it, Nick. <laughs> Thank you. Keep Thank going, you, Joshua. <laughs> I'm not saying I didn't like it, Nick. You know, <laughs> just not something. I mean, okay. <laughs> just just a happy-go-lucky foursome. It could be a sitcom. It really uh, could be. Yeah, like a really fucking dark one. <laughs> but it could be it could be a great dark comedy um, of just like uh, let's see uh, uh, we got Linda Green, uh, Alan Ross, Julia Williams, the financier, and the ex-husband uh, Dennis Green. Dennis uh, Green. They're in uh, Cheyenne, Wyoming, and uh, yeah, they're just kind of uh, who who knows what the fuck they're doing? Dousing a lot of dousing. They're lounging and dousing. They're, they're dousing <laughs> the shit out of the place. Yeah. So that's what did the cult do in their spare time besides just douse? That's what I wanted to know. Well, a that's bit. that's the thing. That's there is no spare time because they're always dousing. Yeah. 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 No. I mean, like when they were at their like weird prison spot, you know. Yeah. That's all they did. I mean, Dallas for like 24 hours a day. Yeah, how many decisions do they have to make? You know. Yeah, when you're not doing anything. <laughs> should, should, <laughs> I, should I keep dousing? You know, should I? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like it's like my dousing says that we should s still stay inside. Uh, so anyway, um, Linda buys his home. Um, they move in. Uh, and Linda's power at this point starts to slip. Starts to diminish. Yeah. Number one, she let her 
uh, uh, flock go, which, by the way, in, in the handbook of cult leaders, that's a big fucking no-no. Yeah, you know? never do that. Strength in numbers. You never do that. Like, you know... <laughs> what a dummy. <laughs> yeah, Jim Jones and David Koresh are just shaking their head. <laughs> you know, <laughs> this fucking amateur. All right, so... Um, and because it's starting to diminish, diminish Alan it starts to kind of snap out of it. That got to be a scary moment when you, like, wake up and you're like, fuck. Fuck, I am in a fucking cult. <laughs> this is insane. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but but he ends up seeing the hypocrisy and, and the contradictions and what she's saying. <laughs> yeah, just, imagine that. I'm, I'm still <laughs> I'm just still thinking of that morning being like, <laughs> like I think I would I think I would laugh for about half an hour, and be like, oh my god, <laughs> fuck, <laughs> wow, I am fucked up, <laughs> you know. Um, so uh, he he starts to think about leaving. Right, and around this time, he gets a, a phone call from a friend named Christian Bauer, who offers him some film work, and Which he takes good. it. Yeah, yeah, and impressive because he's been out of the film game for a minute, right? Mm -hmm. He's just been in a About fake prison yeah. and just uh, having sex on people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, just the, what you do when you leave film for yeah. a sabbatical. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wonder if Christian Bauer was like talking to someone. And it's like I need someone. I need like a DP who knows what it's like to have sex on someone. <laughs> They're like, have you talked to Alan? <laughs> um, so uh, Alan accepts the job, and um, yeah, this this is like it, it's been basically two years in isolation, and he travels to St. Louis and he starts working and. Um, Apparently it's a, it's a, this is great. Yeah, it's a good time. Because he's breaking out of it and he, and he realizes it, you know. Uh, but around the end of the film shoot, uh, Linda and Julia uh, track Alan down. They're in New Orleans. New Orleans? New Orleans. Yeah. New Orleans. <laughs> Orleans. <laughs> you almost got it. Yeah. And, uh, uh, yeah, they start there's a big screaming, screaming match about, you know, um, jazz and crawfish. <laughs> Drew Brees. All that. <laughs> you know, uh, levees, you know. What about the levees? You know. Yeah, booty bounce, all that. <laughs> yeah. And um, Ellen tries to stand up to her, but apparently, like, he's, Linda still has a massive... Uh, hold on him. She's got them hooks in him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She's seen him naked. Right? <laughs> she has all the dirty details. Yeah, she got pictures. She's like, I'm going to release this on YouTube when it's invented in like 15 years. So, you know, um, but, you know, but I don't know. I, I, I guess it's it just, it's, it, it's another testament to just Linda's power, mm -hmm. you know, just straight up ability to manipulate people. Man, yeah, I can't fucking manipulate myself. Anyway, <laughs> I like, can't talk myself in the head, let alone another person. <laughs> anyway, um, so uh, Alan tries to stand stand up to her, but he eventually ends up leaving in the truck with Linda. And um, like a week later, Christian Bauer calls him to see if he got the money and Alan doesn't pick up. 
Right. So um, then Brad, his uh, twin brother, uh, he gets worried because their birth birthday goes by. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And he didn't send a postcard. And he always sends a pe- postcard. He was once in Africa with malaria. And he sent a postcard. <laughs> and they got there on time. Yeah, his, yeah, exactly. It was like, hey... You know, in Africa, you know, I... Uh, maybe dying. Yeah, exactly. I, th- <laughs> I think I just saw blood in my stool. Happy birthday, Alan. So, anyway, so now he's really worried, right? So, uh, so in 1995, Alan is officially missing, right? Missing. Missing. So, this is bad. Um, Alan's brother, uh, Brad, files a missing person report, uh, but... It falls on deaf ears. Well, it's... Well, it is... It does, like, but, you know, but it's also, like, it's it's hard. When you're when you're over 18, like, you're an adult, so you can do whatever you want. So it's, it's tough for the police to sometimes get involved because it's, like, a lot of time police are, like, they could do what they want, you know? Yeah. So I mean I don't know I'm de- I'm just trying to say let's you're not... playing devil's advocate. Yeah, you're you're uh, blue lives matter. I mean, you get it right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm not. Yeah, gonna... <laughs> 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 yeah I'm, just, I'm not even gonna try to say anything <laughs> even remotely witty. All right, anyway, um, uh, so so basically, the police are like, we can't do anything, and uh, Christian. And another filmmaker friend, Galen, uh, start doing their own investigation. And they go to Guthrie. um, And they question uh, members of the Samaritan Foundation, but no one will talk to them. Everyone's shook. Yeah. But also because, I mean, how many... Aren't the members all over the country? I mean, I don't know. Yeah, and the whole thing disbanded. How the Mm -hmm. fuck would they know where Mm -hmm. they were? So... um, and the uh, Cheyenne police uh, at some point get a phone call from Dennis Green, Linda's ex. And Dennis says, Alan's not missing. He's murdered. Right? And then he says that basically what happened, that there was a big argument between Alan and Linda, and Linda shot him twice. Right? So this gets the police to search the house in Cheyenne. But they don't find anything. So they basically disregard the accusation. And the case goes cold, right? So they just like, ah, shit. So. (laughs) (laughs) That's a direct quote from from the officers. Like the sergeant was like, I don't mean to be a bummer, but (laughs) I can't, we can't find him. (laughs) Anyway, so. (laughs) Let's jump to 2000, early 2000, Y2K. Never forget. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) Wrong event. But anyway, um, (laughs) Christian and Galen uh, uh, get a call from Linda Green. And she says uh, she knows that they're investigating her. And they want she wants them to speak to her. Right. So they end up going down there. These are two filmmakers, by the way. So they take their film equipment and they tape the whole thing. They tape an interview of Linda Green and 
Linda Green in the year 2000 is clearly in the depths of alcoholism. So like she's yeah. been fucking hitting the sauce really hard. She looks busted. Yes. Busted. Like yeah. she like she looks busted like Grey Gardens busted. <laughs> <laughs> like like the early Linda Green in the 90s like I mean I'm not going to you know, but I, but you know, it's it's kind of like okay, go on. Yeah, but, she had she had a lot of appeal. She was yeah, very exactly. charming, good yeah. looking. Had a very um, kind of a, a down to earth vibe. Exactly right. You know, it's like maybe maybe she does have an answers. But but Linda Green two thousand, you're like you're a fucking nut psycho Catwoman, right? <laughs> so um, so anyway, they film it. She's rambling about God knows what. You know, talking about how her innards are rotting and her mouth is falling off. All types of crazy shit. Fun stuff. Yeah. You know, so, sounds like sounds like me after, after a, you know, after a week. Uh, after a week. <laughs> <laughs> <No. laughs> and. Sorry. Yeah, just stop making jokes. All right. All right. So. Um. Anyway, she's clearly, uh, and, and she's clearly deluded. Like, she's just fucking insane. She could use a cult herself to exactly, pick her up. Exactly, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. shit, imagine that, Cult though. leader could use a cult, yeah. Yeah, like, imagine the cult that she would join. I think, yeah. we, I think we just got a, a screenplay we're going to start working oh on, guys. God. I yeah. think we should... Uh... It's, it's like the inception of cults. A cult <laughs> within a cult, you know? Right? I mean, and of course, Leo will agree... Like, you yeah, know, like, yeah, of Inception you. of Colts. Like, I would love to do Inception again. Everyone loved that movie. <laughs> no right. one thought it was overcomplicated. You know, <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, let's not get into that because I hated that movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you also hated The Shining. I didn't hate The Shining. I just don't like Stanley Cooper. Who doesn't like you fucking <laughs> film major? Jesus. All right, anyway. So, um, he's uh, uh, just... You know, we'll we'll douse this later. So anyway, <laughs> is is Stanley Kubrick really that bad? Okay, all right. So no, he's um, fine. It's just my opinion. But anyway, continue. I know. And, and opinions can't be wrong, but that's fucking wrong. So <laughs> all right. So anyway, uh, in the footage, uh, okay, I said that already. So uh, finally, she kind of sober sobers up a bit on the tape for like a split second, mm-hmm. and she says. Alan was murdered by Dennis Green in a jealous rage. So, that kind of, like, makes me think, like, she's not as crazy as she looks. Like, she's kind of playing it up a bit. Because you could, she, like, she's very coherent at this point. She's, like, very clear. She looks at the camera. And, um, so with this confession, uh, it opens another search uh, in Cheyenne. Mm Mm-hmm. So, on July 2000, uh, the police uh, go back into the basement. And I don't understand how they didn't see this in the beginning, but... Uh, Cheyenne police? I mean, I don't know the Cheyenne police. I don't know how many murders happened there. Yeah, exactly. I mean, who knows? We, We can't. Can't blame it on the police. I'm not gonna blame it on. We the can. Police. But we, yeah, <laughs> we got. All right. Uh, fuck it. All right. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. But um. Uh. They and the anyway. They 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 go back again and they find like another room in the basement and the police find a. Uh. They basically find a tennis shoe, and in the tennis shoe is. Oh, before you get there, can you just go back to like 
the police officer finds it and calls his twin brother up. Yeah. He's so okay. <laughs> <laughs> so they find it, the the guy finds a tennis shoe. So he calls Brad and he was like, "Did your brother wear a tennis shoe?" <laughs> <laughs> and then Brad was like, he did, and, and then and, and then he was like, I'll get back to you. Yeah, just yeah. such a such a funny thing just to call and ask. Yeah, yeah. You're, like, you're like no reason in particular, but yeah, he like hangs up. Brad was like, and so vague. Uh, yeah, is that fucking it? Are you serious? You know. <laughs> uh, so anyway, they find the tennis shoe. Turns out the tennis shoe has a human bone in the shoe. So that's when they're like, whoa. I would call that a red flag. Yeah. It's like, I don't want to get anyone's hopes up, but. <laughs> All right. So. Did the- your brother have both legs? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did he did, have. Did your brother have like a tibia <laughs> with a fibia? Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. He had yeah, two yeah. of those. Yeah, yeah no, that sounds about right. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> the, uh, so they find the, the skeleton. Turns out the tennis shoe, uh, was was Allen's confirmed by his brother. And during the DNA testing, they confirmed that it's Allen. They found Allen. Allen is dead. He's in the basement in the house in Cheyenne. Uh, Authorities in uh, Wyoming conclude that Allen died from a gunshot wound to the head. To the dome. To the dome. And based on the, the way the bullet went in, it had to be a homicide. Like, based on where the bullet was... It couldn't have been self-inflicted, and it couldn't couldn't have been an accident. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Fair I mean, enough. Yeah. I accept that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, authorities and the to go to uh, New Orleans, Nolans, Nolans to question Linda, uh, who is still living with Julia, by the way. So she still has, like Linda. Linda still got it. She still got it. You know, she still got the. Uh, the juice. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Uh, so um, they try to question them. Both women are like just fucking nuts, incoherent, rambling. Right? They're not answering questions. It's uh, it has to be pretty um, annoying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. At one point, you know, you, you think the cop is like, "Dude, just lawyer up, so we don't have to do this anymore." <laughs> So, um, they find out, and then they find out that, uh, Alan's body, uh, was castrated. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, Not good. No, not good. Let's just pray to God that. It was definitely a closed casket, to say the least, right? Well, I mean, that's below the part of the cat. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. (laughs) Because it was a skeleton also. Yeah, yeah. Imagine an open casket with a skeleton, though. And full genitalia. Yeah. <laughs> full genitalia. Yeah. But just that. It's like, where's my... Okay. Right. It reminds me of the uh, Goodfellas where he, they're like, they even shot Tommy in the face so his mom couldn't give him an open casket. It's like, why would you even just, I don't know, just light me on fire and everybody go on with your business. Anyway. um, What, like in a funeral pyre like a Viking? Yeah. Oh, that would be cool. Wouldn't that be a cool way That'd to be, go? I would remember that funeral forever. Yeah. Like, hey, yeah. Wow, pretty sick, man. They yeah. had a fire. Yeah. <laughs> it, would, it would probably be like the best. It would it'd probably be like the best event that my, that my friends ever went to thrown by me. Right. <laughs> there, there would be like, he really made up with it. 
for the, he, he didn't for, do a lot. For his funeral. <laughs> yeah. He didn't do a lot while alive, but yeah, he went yeah. out correct. Yeah. He loved it. Yeah. The, the, those those fucking like you know casual drinks on Friday sucked. <laughs> you know, like no one wants to play Monopoly with you, Aaron. But you really picked it up at the end. <laughs> so um. Uh, basically, what ends up happening is, yeah, they find out that he got castrated, and people are now people that are in the know about the Samaritans are like, that's something Linda would totally do, <laughs> right? Because apparently, she thought the way you kill a zombie is you cut off their dick. Which, by the way, she believes in zombies. Yeah, yeah. I guess and, that's part of it. They and also, didn't really discuss it too much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, apparently, she wasn't a Walking Dead fan. Yeah. Oh, hey Shout out AMC Sundays yeah. night. Yeah, I'd like to talk to her. Yeah, shout out from a sponsor AMC. <laughs> Just coming out with fire. All right. Uh, anyway, um, so yeah, so there's basically the whole castrate thing is is there's that doesn't help prove who killed Alan. Uh, you know, right now basically it's this like. It could be Dennis, or it could be Linda. And when they found out that his balls were cut off, basically the police and everyone was like, both these people are crazy enough to do that. So that doesn't help. Motive. Yeah. Uh, thanks a lot, you know, medical examiner. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so anyway. um, And then, so in the middle of this investigation... Uh, Linda Green ends up dying from alcoholism, L- liver failure. So, yep. that's, you know, I mean, Alan's a tragedy, but fuck Linda. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, um, now who's left is uh, Julia Williams. Uh, financier, shorty. Yep, Julia Williams then tells the investigators that uh, she saw Dennis Green shoot Alan, right? And she helped him bury the body. But investigators are like, we can't believe you because you're insane. And also, like, maybe you're just still trying to help Linda clear her name, even though she's dead. Yeah, yep, talk yep. about assistant of the year right Yeah, there. right? She yeah. funded yeah. everything, yeah. Yeah. taking I mean, it to the grave. She, she's, she's going for it, man. She went the extra mile. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> once again, like... You can't like 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 you're not happy with her actions, but you can't admire her just going all the way with it. Um, so, <laughs> on November 2004, Julia faces trial. Uh, Dennis Green ends up having an alibi for Alan's murder. Apparently, he has a receipt from Colorado when Alan would have been shot. So, um, on November 22nd, uh, basically what the prosecution said is on November 22nd 1995 Alan and Linda had an argument Alan wanted to leave Linda went nuts and she ended up shooting him right and then her and Julia ended up burying the body on November 19th 2004 Julia is convicted of accessory to murder and she's sentenced to 18 months that's offensive. I know. Yeah. Fucking also, day. how how weird of it for her to defend uh, Linda, but also like throw herself under the bus at the same time. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, like, like once again, it's like terrible person, but, but 
man, you really committed. And anybody who commits to anything, like, you just kind of like... I've never committed to that, to anything. I mean, you committed to stuff. Like what? Well, to your film career. To, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, this podcast, you oh, know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what are you talking about? Okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, but 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 not on the level of Julia Williams. That's yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, it won't help you hide a body. Exactly, yeah. So, yeah, I know. It's like... If if you came to me like like you know hey I accidentally like killed my uh, OK Cupid date you know can you bury it like I would t- tell the cops I'm sorry Nick but that's oh. just how it would go I mean I would I I would like try to get you the best lawyer ever but well maybe you would help me but then tell the cops no 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 I would tell the cops immediately <laughs> oh yeah one time at Target I thought my wife like she like, went to like the underwear section like came back and the ones that she was holding weren't there anymore. So I legit thought she was stealing him. I was like, oh my God, hey, hey, Abigail, I'm turning you on. She goes, what are you talking? No, they're in the basket, they're in the basket. <laughs> but then, I don't know, she was like, so you would just rat me out? I was like, yeah, I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna get any jail time for you stealing underwear. Yeah, no yeah. way. I'm not gonna catch a case for my wife. Exactly. Are you serious? No, yeah. This ring means nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, <laughs> I wasn't even paying attention during the vows. <laughs> did you, did you take those seriously? Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I'm I'm sure you know. Maybe you would feel different with children, which is why I'm not having any. So I'm I'm free and clear. Any more? Get the fuck out! Um. Uh. So. Uh. Just. Uh. Oh. Uh, I, I do want to do a quick takeaway from this whole thing. Yeah. Well, I'm, I actually just want to say this really quickly. One thing. Yes. Yeah, so. Um. Christian Bauer, his friend, mm-hmm. uh, he actually made a documentary called uh, "Missing Ellen," which won a bunch of awards. Huh. Great and, title, yeah, double <laughs> meaning. Yeah, exactly. Missing yeah, Ellen, double entendre. Double it entendre. is a yeah. it, that is a double. It entendre. is a double entendre. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well done. Not just a clever name. Yeah, but anyway, um, won a bunch of awards. I haven't seen it, but I'm I'm definitely going to check it out if I could find it. It's not on Amazon. <laughs> or at least I couldn't find it on Amazon, but just Google yeah. where it's streaming. But it also made me think, like you know, like I'm sure, like if something like incredibly fucked up happened to me, like I'm sure you would feel bad, Nick. But I know in the back of your mind is like I'm gonna make a fucking sweet ass documentary, <laughs> Missing Aaron, <laughs> coming to you in 2022. You know. narrated by you like he was my best friend you know (laughs) no i'd have it narrated by somebody like crazy like um hmm. gary Busey. (laughs) (laughs) uh maybe john waters oh there you go (laughs) yeah you can get john Waters. i mean that would be awesome yeah (laughs) it's like has anybody seen um uh Dear Zachary, I have not. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's probably the most heartbreaking documentary you ever seen, and it's, it's one of those things. that's like, it's it's, it's heartbreaking. It's fu- it, I never cried so hard in a movie in my life, and but you gotta wonder, like the guy who directed it with the best friend, and you're like, do you think at some point he was like, this is kind of gonna. Make me. I mean, he must have mixed feelings about it a little bit. I mean, well, a story is a story. That that's yeah, that's what they say. Yeah, it's fucking cold. You know? <laughs> that's, that's what they say. Yeah. 
Um, oh yeah, but my uh, takeaway from this whole thing is always keep your receipts. Oh yeah, right. You know, because if uh, Dennis hadn't kept his hardware store receipt, which would be one I would have thrown away. Yeah, he would be in jail right now. Yeah, I thought that was even more suspicious. Like this yeah. guy, he kept what? What did he? What did he buy at the hardware store that he might return? Well, maybe he works in construction. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. 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 I mean, I guess my takeaway is, uh, man, try to fucking whatever it is that might give you confidence, like fucking go after it. So you <laughs> don't get into dousing, <laughs> right? It, it, it's all about like. The you know this wouldn't have happened to Alan if if there was if there was something some stability in his life that could have given him help during this tragedy right like his brother yeah yeah I mean <laughs> I don't know but but whatever it is like even if it's like the most crazy thing like even if it's like Pogs or like <laughs> Dungeon and Dragon or or like anime porn or like. You know, oh, that's called hentai. Yeah, or or like you know, or or foot shit, or like you know, whatever it is. If it's <laughs> if it's something, if it's like a pillar in your life, even if it might, even if you might feel ashamed about it, but if it like gives you that stability, go to it so you don't have to turn to dousing. Yeah, and, or yeah. to make things easier, dads hug your sons. You know, just give them some love. <laughs> 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 All right, so Joshua, that's your takeaway? Yeah, you know, just a, a pops, you know, scientific method can wait. You know? <laughs> I, I need my bedtime story. Yeah, that's, that's that, perfect. That's actually, yeah, that's. That's that's the best out of that's the best takeaway <laughs> out of all three of us. Um, <laughs> Why didn't I see that? Hey, uh, but you think we hit this? Totally. Uh, yo, Aaron Black, you got a plug? Yeah. Um. Um. Uh, Joshua, you got any plugs? Plugs. Uh, I'm not very cool or successful, but I'll plug some friends stuff. Yeah. Uh, Wednesdays in Jersey City, there's a great open mic. If you play music, do poetry, whatever, they welcome it. So it's Wednesdays at Headroom Social and Bar. I'll be there. Uh, it's, yeah, it's right off the Grove Pass station. And then also... What is it called? Head, head... Headroom Social and Bar. It's called Take Social a Compliment, Social. Mike. All right, cool. That's really great. And uh, there was one other thing I was going to plug, but I can't remember it. So I guess you can cut this yeah. out. Yeah. All right. Uh, see you when we see you. Uh, stay stay cool. Um, stay classy. You know, stay classy. Don't, don't fucking, you know, like vet people fucking vet them every person in your life you vet them you vet them all right that's it bye-bye love is amazing but it's also bullshit and it might also get you murdered